God said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. I want to show you this morning the impact that you have on your children when you have a relationship with God. As a Let's get into the word with Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'd like to start out by saying that being a mother is a responsibility. It's a responsibility. It's a lot more than just making babies, having children. It's a responsibility. I said this this morning that mothering, motherhood is a responsibility, but you got a lot of irresponsible mothers. Thank you for that one patty cake. We got to be responsible, man. It's, it's more than you just laying down, pumping out kids. You have a responsibility. Start reading for us 2 Timothy 1 and 5. Read. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. Now, this is Paul. He's writing to Timothy, who was a pastor in the city of Ephesus. He says, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. And this word unfeigned means sincere faith. Timothy had a real faith. Timothy had a genuine faith in God. Read. Which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois. Where, where did Timothy get this real faith from? Where did Timothy get this sincere faith from? From his grandmother Lois. Uh-huh. And thy mother Eunice. And thy mother Eunice. Notice that the Bible did not mention the father. We're going to deal with some today because it's nothing new that we have a lot of absentee fathers. Even in biblical times, the fathers weren't there. Now, now Timothy father is mentioned somewhere, but it's not a lot said about his father. We gonna I know this Mother's Day, but I got to hit the fathers a little bit. Because there's some fathers in the home, but they are still absentee. Mother's doing all the discipline. Mother's paying all the bills. Mother's doing everything. And the men right there sit, sitting there doing nothing. And I made a statement a couple of weeks ago, and I'm explaining what I said, that 95% of our homes, the women's are the head. One of the reasons why I said that, because you have a lot of single women, right? So somebody got to be over stuff, right? I understand that. But then there are some men in the house, but the women are still ahead. The reason why, because stuff got to get done. So I understand some women got to step up in order to get stuff done because you got some men, they sitting back doing nothing. I know this Mother's Day. I'm fully aware of that. But I'm trying to bring out some points this morning because sometimes we think fathers are not there. They there, they just ain't doing nothing. 
They shove all the responsibility on the mother, on the wife. They discipline the kids. They get the kids ready for school. They help the kids with their homework. They do parents and teacher conference. It's like the mother's got to do everything. So the faith that Timothy had came from his grandmother and his mother's influence. Look to the person and say, neighbor, this morning we're going to talk about the influence of a God-fearing mother. Not just a mother, because you got a lot of mothers, but a lot of mothers don't fear God. I want to show you this morning the impact that you have on your children when you have a relationship with God. As a mother, you set the course for your children's life. I said, as a mother, you set the course for your children's life. Being, if your children make it to heaven, it's because you're going to set the course for them to go to heaven. If your children go to hell, it's because you set the course for them to go to hell. We're going to work it this morning. We're going to work it this morning. Timothy went and became a man of God because of his grandmother and mother influence. Influence simply means when you can't convince someone to do something. Uh, let me throw this out. Let me throw this out. I went to a, a peace march on Friday, and I found out something I didn't know. Did you all know that the Ku Klux Klan is behind the rap industry? I didn't know it either. I found that out. They are funding the rap industry. They went from lynching us <laughs> to causing us to kill off each other. They don't wear masks and all. They know they got suits on now. Did you not know that every six months, another black man killed another black man? Every six months. And they said it's been more murders than it's been lynchings. And know what they said? It's predicted to get worse. You know why? Because something is going on in our homes. Read. And I am persuaded. I am, this is Paul talking to Timothy. He said, I am convinced. That in thee also. It's in thee also. Verse 6. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. Uh-huh. Which is in thee by putting on of my hands. Now, now Timothy, faith was passed down to him from his grandmother and mother. So they had an impact on his life to the point he became a great man of God. That's my point. Let me show you this one. Let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 14 through 15. Mothers, you have a great opportunity to have a major effect on your children. It's more than you just having a baby. It's more than you just pushing out kids. You have a responsibility to teach and train your children in the way they should go. That's going to be hard if you don't know which way you're going. 
It's time to pull down the skirts, loosen the pants, cover up the cleavage, and be an example to your children. Not, not being on the same level as your children. Not trying to be your children's friend. But be a mother to them. Watch this. Read verse 14. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned. This is Paul talking to Timothy. Timothy, continue in the things that you've been taught. How many know you got to teach children? How many know you have to instruct children? Read. And has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Verse 15. And that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. When did Timothy learn the Scriptures? When he became grown. So who taught him? When did the mother teach him? Watch this, read. Which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. I was asking God, why is there so many adults that's in church that's lacking understanding about spiritual things? Nobody said, because they would not taught the scriptures as a child. I gave this analogy. I gave this analogy. This is going to be powerful. A lot of children don't even understand giving. You know why? Because you don't give. You got all these adults having financial issues. It's because they don't understand the importance of sowing and weeping. When we was coming up in church, my mother gave us offerings to put in church. So as a child, I understood the importance of giving tithes and offerings. That's why now as an adult, I don't have a problem with doing it. A lot of adults have a problem with giving tithes and offerings because they was not taught it as a child. Because they didn't have godly examples. Why is that important? Ain't you struggling now that you're growing financially? Guess what? Your children are going to struggle too. Because you're not teaching them a godly principle. If, if you even came to church, give your children $5 and tell them put this in church so they can get an understanding. You in and out of church, right? They're going to be in and out of church. I noticed that I, I said this, and yeah, I'm going to put my mama on the pedestal. I've never seen my mama hypocrite. And, and I'm real. If, if my mama was doing something that I recognize, I would say, I've never seen my mama hypocrite. I've always seen a lifestyle. Watch this. I'm going to show you how powerful influence is. My brother saved for real. My sister saved for real. I'm saved for real. We're not hypocrites. Most kids that's hypocrites, look at their parents. They're hypocrites too. Because you know what kids do? They do what they see. If you at home talking about the pastor, I'm trying to show you why our kids so jacked up. The Bible says, the scripture, say the scriptures, that Timothy learned as a child made him wise unto salvation. That means when he got old, he had insight and he had understanding about being saved. There are 50 and 60 year old adults that don't have a clue about salvation. You know why? 
Because your parents were ignorant. You can't give your child something that you don't have. I was raised in church. Taught how to pray. Taught how to give. Taught a whole bunch of stuff. Now, when I got older, I made a decision to do what I did. It had nothing to do with my parents. I just was ignorant. Just wanted to be in the flesh and sin. That's what it was. But what was instilled in me was more powerful than the drugs. Was more powerful than the women. Was more powerful than the game banging. Was more powerful than the pistol. Because even though I was in the world, I wasn't in the world. Because everybody that was doing stuff, I said, y'all go ahead, y'all go ahead. And I stayed in the back and see them get their head blown off. You know why? Because something was working on the inside of me. And at that time, I didn't understand it was the word of God that was instilled in me as a child. Is that it? No, sir. Through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And that from a child, when did he learn it? Thou hast known the Holy Scriptures. Do your children know the Scriptures? This is what we instill in our children in the daycare. If, if you was to take one of our daycare children out to eat, and you put some food before them, they're going to immediately start praying. You ain't got to say nothing. They know how to pray. I wish, where are my, where are my kids at? Is Ramona going to talk? Is she going to say something? Ramona, huh? She got to have some food in front of her, though, for her to say something. <laughs> say your grace. She know y'all looking at her. <laughs> Go ahead, pray over your food. Pray. Go ahead, open your mouth. What London at? She probably do it. Oh, she downstairs. Our kids know how to pray. Because we, we, don't, we don't babysit in our daycare. We instill and train our children. If you was to go downstairs and it says time to eat, eat. You know what they're going to do? They're going to pray in unison over their food. Now, I'm, I don't know what the parents are doing at home, but I know what we're doing here. My point is this. It starts when they're a child. You're trying to treat, teach a grown man and a grown woman now, you're having a problem. You know why? Because you let them years get away. Am I making sense? All right. Is that it? Okay, let's go to our next scripture. Say, neighbor, this morning we're talking about the influence of a God-fearing mother. Influence me, impact. We should be impacting our children. Somebody say amen. Exodus chapter 2. No, I'm sorry, it's Exodus. I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong one. It's Exodus chapter 2. Okay, verse 1, read. And there went a man of the house of Levi and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. Stop. This story is about Moses. How many know about Moses? Notice, and there went a man of the house of Levi. 
and took a wife of the daughter of Levi. This is the only time Moses' father is mentioned when he had a baby. I want y'all to see this. This is the only time that the Bible talks about Moses' father. And the only thing they said is that he produced a child. Watch this. Read. And when she saw him, that he was a goodly child. Now when Moses' mother saw him, she recognized, recognized that he was well favored. That he was special. Read. She hid him three months. She hid him for three months because Pharaoh had issued a decree that every firstborn child be killed. So she had to protect him. She had to cover him. So this stuff of our kid children getting killed is nothing new. The devil been trying. Listen, the devil tried to kill me. I'm the firstborn. The devil tried to kill Jesus. The devil tried to kill Moses. So the devil is after your son. So notice, she hid him, or she covered him, or she stood in the gap for him, or she interceded on his behalf. Read. And when she could no longer hide him. And when she could no longer hide him. Let me say this to the mothers. There will come a time where you no longer can protect your child. And I want to show you what you need to do when that time comes, because it will come. Read. She took for him. An ark of bulrushes. The ark represents safety. An ark represents Christ. So you know what she did? She put him in the hands of Christ. And you know what you're going to have to do at some point in your child's life, you're going to have to turn them over to Christ. And in order for you to do that, it's going to take faith. Well, Pastor Trice, I can't do that because I don't have any. I'm going to tell y'all something. This is not easy to do. Once your child gets a certain age, it's to completely let them go. Because a lot of mothers think that I'm giving up because I'm, no, you're not giving up. What you're doing is giving them to God. And at some point, you're going to have to give your child over to God. Your child on drugs, ain't nothing you can do about that. Your child want to be a woman when he's a man. Ain't nothing you can do about that. The only thing you can do is turn that child over to the Lord by faith. Amen. And you're going to have to do it by faith. Amen. Read. And dabbed it with slime uh -huh. and with pitch and put the child therein. And she laid it in the flags by the river's brink. Now, this takes some faith. She put her child in a basket and put him on the Nile River. And by faith, she let him go. You know what was on the Nile River? Alligators. Crocodiles. So it took some faith. And then it really took some faith that she didn't know where he was going. I'm trying to show you that at some point, you're going to have to turn your child over to God by faith. And I hate to say this. If you don't, it'll kill you. It may not literally kill you, but it will take you down if you don't let go. That's why so many folks depressed and discouraged and all this type of stuff. It's because we're trying to play God. Me and uh, Minister Fred was talking about this in the back. You cannot violate somebody's will. 
If somebody make a decision to do something, I don't care what you say, they going to do it. All I can do is speak to you, instruct you, and ask you don't do it. But ultimately, when I get to talking to you, you have a freedom of choice. And a lot of us trying to violate people's uh, uh, violate people, uh, will. You can't violate nobody's will. God can't even violate your will. God give you choices. And all of us are down here with choices. So at some point, your children going to make a choice that you ain't going to agree with. And ain't nothing you can do about it. You better have some faith when that time comes. Because if you don't, that will worry you to death. I don't care how you bring them up, what you tell them. When they get out of this world, they're going to make some choices that you don't agree with. And if you don't have a strong faith in God, you're going to be in trouble. Because the devil going to torment you. The devil going to kill him. The devil is alive. You ain't finna kill my child. I said you ain't finna kill. I don't care what didn't happen around me. You're not finna kill my child. Because I'm going to fight for my child. How am I going to fight? I'm going to fight on my knees. Watch this. I'm going to show you the influence of a God-fearing mother. Read. And his sister stood afar off. So when she released uh, Moses on the Nile River, the sister stood afar off. She was watching to see which direction he was going in. Mm -hmm. Read. To wit what would be done to him. Uh-huh. And the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river. And her maidens walked along by the river's side. Watch this. When Moses' mother released him, Pharaoh's daughter came down at the same time to wash herself. That was a divine connection. Watch this, read. And when she saw the ark among the flags, she sent her maid to fetch it. And when she had opened it, she saw the child. She saw the child. Now you have to keep in mind that an order had went out to kill all Hebrew children. But he ended up in the hand of an Egyptian. I want you to see this, read. And behold, uh -huh. the babe wept. And behold, the babe wept. Read. And she had compassion on him uh -huh. and said, this is one of the Hebrews' children. She knew that he was a Hebrew child, but she didn't tell nobody. Look at God working behind the scenes. When it don't make sense, it make miracles. Somebody missed that. I said when something don't make sense to you, you know what it makes? Miracles. Read. Then said his sister to Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call to thee a nurse of the Hebrew women? Who's, whose sister was this? Y'all see this miracle. What caused this miracle to manifest? She let him go by faith. She didn't give up on him. She just went as far as she can go. When you go as far as you can go, you got to back up. Read. That she may nurse the child for thee. Uh-huh. And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. Watch this. And the maid went and called the child's mother. Stop right there. <laughs> she got him back on the other side. You know why? Because she let. If you want to get your children back. By what? Hey. And we ain't just letting them go. We putting them in the hands of the 
I'm going to tell y'all something. I didn't just get saved. I had to die some bullets. Some folk around me had to get murdered. But my mother continued to intercede for me. And look how it turned out. I'm telling you all, this works. There were some situations I was in where the enemy was trying to kill me. I'd almost been murdered five times. You think the devil didn't know all this was coming? He knew that. He was trying to cut it off. But he couldn't. You know what? Because I had a God-fearing mother. My mother wasn't no hypocrite. Read. And Pharaoh's daughter said unto her, uh -huh. Take this child away. Take this child away. And nurse it for me. Uh -huh. And I will give thee thy wages. Now, this is amazing. She let him go, end up getting him back on the other side. Now, they're going to pay her to take her own child. Look at this miracle. <laughs> Why did this happen for her? Because she was a God-fearing mother. Is that it? And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the woman took the child and nursed it, which was her own child. So she ended up raising her own child. All right, 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm trying to hurry up. The influence of a God-fearing mother. It makes a difference, mothers, when you are saved. It makes a difference, mothers, when you are sanctified. It makes a difference, mothers, when you are filled with the Holy Ghost. It makes a difference. Okay, start at verse 1. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, uh -huh. saying. The Bible says she was crying. Why was she crying? Because her husband is dead, and he didn't get the business straight. That's another problem. And the Bible says he was a man of God. You could be a man of God, but still not have your business straight. If you die the day or tomorrow, would your family be able to survive financially? No. Let me tell you why. Because you ain't got no insurance policy. See, you can be saved, but then ignorant naturally. I know a whole bunch of saved folk that, that can preach and teach, but their natural life is tore up from the floor up. Because they are so heavenly minded that they ain't no earthly good. And how many know we got to have a balance as believers? Well, Jesus come back, so I don't need no insurance. That's a stupid way to think. So he left his family in shambles because he was a man of God, but he didn't take care of his business. Read. Noah's that that servant did fear the Lord. See, he feared the Lord, but he just was stupid. Bring your head out of the sand and get your business straight. Thank God you saved. Thank God you're going to heaven. But he ain't came back for you yet. Read. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. Back then when you owed a debt, they would put your family in jail until the debt was paid. So they was in a lot of debt. He left them in a lot of debt because he didn't handle his business while he was on earth. Read. And Elisha said unto her, what shall I do for thee? Let me say this. I said this earlier. She didn't have a man, but she had a man of God. 
Y'all didn't see that. Because a lot of folks try to depend on a man. Do you have a man of God? Because when she got in this dilemma, she came to the man of God. And he showed her how to get out of her dilemma. So don't be talking about, well, I ain't got no man. I need some help. You got some help. Do you have a man of God? Well, perhaps you don't have no help because you don't have a man of Do you have somebody that can speak in your life? Do you have somebody that can direct you? Do you have somebody that can guide you? You don't need no man to do that. I'm talking to the, all the single women. I'm talking to all the... Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just finished my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter 1 talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter 1 how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Job because Job was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Forest, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136, or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.